really want to be a partisan of the war against racism and this is a thing that we need to deal with every day so that no uh, persons on in power takes the human rights of uh, people and that every human on the planet uh, should have uh, their rights and so uh, black lives matter and today it's blackout today uh tuesday so obviously i won't post it today but well i just wanted to address this uh, issue and um, say that at our scales if we can't go out there and participate in the demonstrations that are happening in your cities I know I can go to the one that hap- that is happening, I think, today in Paris. But uh, the thing you can do is sign petitions and donate um, and uh, educate yourself with book and documentaries. If, uh, uh, like me, you're not uh, fully aware of uh, on the subject. So... Um, no peace, no justice, no peace. And now I will talk about the subject of this video. So I just wanted to start by saying a few numbers. And then I think I will go and do like a chronological chronological line of the expansion of the COVID-19 in Brazil. Then I will obviously talk about the government position and their actions. Because that's a very important issue right now in Brazil and in the uh, management of this crisis that I believe is not taken seriously. And then I will talk so- about something that um, really bothers me in Brazil is um, the part of religion uh, that um, I think the mal- manipulations of uh, some of some churches evangelic churches in brazil that are like really that have really an important influence on the brazilian people and um and that's not something that is good in my opinion obviously but uh, well you will also see why i'm saying this not just because of the emotions that i absolutely hate those churches but whatever and so then i will talk about the environment because as we know brazil uh is the is one of the places that um have one of the most important uh uh space for the biodiversity of our world the uh, amazonian forest and as you know uh it is more in the interest of the economy of the of brazil that they will want to develop this and i will talk about my opinion on this subject and why i understand the brazilian people but also how is it dangerous for all of us and how this pandemic is helping them um i would say destroy the amazonian forest and so let's start with this. If you want to skip it, I will talk about those subjects at this moment. And I can also, I think I would most likely do that. I think I will like 
put um, what minutes we got, what uh, subjects. So I will put everything in the description of the podcast. Okay, so I said I would start with the numbers and some like statistics things like really nothing big because I am not a statistician I don't know if I said the word right and I just like use the data that was provided by the by Google and Wikipedia so I trust in those um, data because they really look familiar to every others that I saw and that I'm not going to lie to you, it was the first one that popped up with the latest, like, um, date of uh, recensing or release, I don't know. Okay, so, I would say, like, for now, the cases confirmed in Brazil are about 530,733, <laughs> uh, people okay then we have the death like like around 30,000 people that died from COVID-19 and there is about 240,000 people that recovered from the virus in Brazil so we have to know that Brazil is the second most touched uh, country by the virus after the United States and it also uh, is the first one the most touched in uh, South America and uh, also they say like the data that they have could be most likely um, more important like 15 times more important than the one that we have so that's very worrying so <laughs> uh, but for now that's the numbers that I have and that you can find on the internet so uh, the death on the country is about 0.02% um, like of the population that has died from the virus but um, as a study from Imperial College London said that Brazil is the uh, highest uh, level of contagion right now in the world so it is actually not a very great place right now for COVID-19 uh, in the world I chose to talk about like four states states so the like the two most touched by the virus and then to other states that I will talk about. So I calculated the percentage of death um, on like the population of the state because we had you have to know that the Brazil is a federal state like the United States so there is like proper laws in each state and the management of the crisis is different regarding the state you are in. Uh, so that's why I chose to, to calculate this by state because of the number that I'm seeing I don't believe it is like the right calcul that I did but it proves my point so I will use it so I talked about the state of Sao Paulo the state of Rio de Janeiro the state of Amazonas the state of Paraná 
So, I talk about the state of Sao Paulo e Rio de Janeiro because, um, because they are the most, the more touched and because they are also the more populated state. So, Sao Paulo is the, Sao Paulo is the first state and Rio de Janeiro is the third state most populated in the in Brazil with 40 million and like 4,000 people within Sao Paulo like 16 million 16 million and 5,000 um, in, uh, in Rio de Janeiro so they obviously have the highest level of death and mm, case confirmed but the percentage of people that died uh, regard, uh, on the population they are equivalent to the percentage of the of the country it, it's a little bit higher with Brazil but like I don't uh, with the real but I don't think it's something that really matters however I'm going now to talk about the state of Parana and the state of Amazonas in uh, because um, they are located in two places different. Like the state of Parana is in the south of Brazil. It's a rich state um, developed. Um, regard, like if you look at the state of Brazil, it's one of that has the lowest level of everything like uh, regarding crimes and all of that so it's a really nice state to live in very safe for brazil and the state of amazonas is obviously which is obviously the state where the biggest part of the amazonian amazonian forest uh is in brazil uh so it is like the 14th um most populated state uh contrary to the Panama, which is the sixth 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 um most populated state uh, in Brazil with like 11 million people and Amazonas th 4 million people and so uh, there's this to take in Amazonas has more um, death and uh, cases confirmed and then the state of Paraná because it's about 2000 contrary to the state of Paraná which is 182 and then I calculated the percentage of death on the population of the state. And the state of Amazonas represent like 0.05%. Contrary to the state of Paraná, which, which uh, gives me like 0.02%, which is also in the average of the country. But like the state of Paraná, the of Amazonas is highest. The state of Paraná is like um, 2.8 times the state of Amazonas in terms of population, but as you say, as you heard, the percentage of death in the state uh, is highest highest in Amazonas than in uh, Paraná, but also it's like 3.003 points. High, higher than the uh, like average in Brazil. So we can say that it is very touched by the crisis. And I, we can explain this because the, 
state of Amazonas is a poor state with less means and so um, there's not precautions that are really being taken in and a lot of problems regarding the health system in Brazil and especially in the poor states like Amazonas. So that is about what I wanted to talk about in the numbers but I also wanted to say that the rest um, like the, the explanation for the numbers the important numbers in Rio and in Sao Paulo are uh, because they are the most the most populated states and so uh, because of the important density the states are more touched by it but if we look at the percentage um, like opposed to the state of Amazonas they're not touched uh, as much as the state of Amazonas so this num the number are Said. So now I'm going to talk about like a little chrono chronological line of the expansion of the COVID-19 in Brazil because it will be easier to understand the rest of my plan after this. Just wanted to say it obviously because of why I said the state in the north are more touched than the state in the south because in Brazil the south is richer and has more means and everything less poverty less violence so yeah so the first uh, day that i wanted to say well the 5 of february brazil evacuated uh their um expatriates that were in wuhan in china then the 25 of february the first case was discovered in Sao Paulo. Then, and so now we get into the interesting things that were said by the political figures and all. So, Eduardo Bolsonaro, the son of Jair Bolsonaro, who is also a federal deputy, I think, uh, in a tweet, so the beginning of the crisis in the tweet, the 19th of March, he said he accuses he accused China um, for the virus, and so um, the more important Chinese diplomat living in Brazil, uh, Yang Wanming, said that the in a tweet also like he replied that the. Bolsonaro family uh, was the biggest poison of this country and I think later on you will share the same opinion with um, with him you know because I want to say that 64% of the Brazilian are against Jair Bolsonaro uh, management of the crisis and all that he's saying because it is absolutely like enormously stupid what he said and very like um dangerous i would say yeah so to illustrate that we can say that then the 10th of march i forgot to okay the 10th of march um 
Bolsonaro said that uh, the virus was a fantasy created by the media. Yeah, of course. But, you know, unfortunately, that's not the last stupid thing he said. Because, like, in the 24th of March, he said, he called, like, the virus uh, uma gripezinha. And so you have to understand that in Portuguese, the uh, the last words, when at the end of the word you put zinha, zinho, it means that it's small, it's supposed to be, like, cute, um, a cute, small, but that in this way, it just means that it's not important, like, it's not something that important, because uma gripe is like a flu, of course. He called it like a small flu. Yeah. Um, and then the 7th, okay, so the 29th of March, the federal tribunal um, forbid the government of Bolsonaro to uh, devoke messages against the quarantine and against the social distancing against the confinement. Um, and also, for example, in a tweet um, that was deleted by Twitter, the it was a message against the um, these uh, precautions of social distancing and confinement. Because so the tweet uh, I don't have like the what exactly the Bolsonaro said, but I do have like. Well, that was the meaning he was expressing uh, the fact that he, he was absolutely against uh, social distancing. And so, the app deleted the tweet of the Brazilian president because it went against, against the public wealth laws and measures. Uh, people like shouldn't see it because also because the Federal Tribunal of Brazil uh, forbid it, but also to Twitter, it was like one of their rules. But okay, it went against the political rules. I'm so sorry for saying repeat, repeat words every time, like I'm sorry. And so the 16th of April, um, Jair Bolsonaro fired the uh, Minister of uh, health because it because he disagree with him regarding the measures of quarantine self quarantine and social in social distancing so he fired him you know then a new one came but in uh, the 15th of may he resigned uh because for the same reasons as the other one was fired is that um he wasn't agreeing with the president, couldn't um, exert the job and what he wanted to do because what also the Brazil needs, what seems to be like obvious that the Brazil needs self quarantine to um, decrease the number of cases and uh, help the hospital not to be full. Whatever you know, absolutely not the um, absolutely not something that the president seems to be worried about. You know, and I'm so sorry if you don't agree with me because I 
obviously picked aside in this issue of that is um, the situation, the pandemic in Brazil. But you know, I feel like if you are well-minded, you do not. Uh, you you are on the same side of it. Because I also want to say there's reasons why people don't want self-quarantine, and I will get to that because I understand it. But doesn't mean it's a good idea, and it's not dangerous to do it. You know, so I'm sorry to apologize every minute. I will stop. But for now, Brazil does not have a minister of well of health uh, during a pandemic you know during an health crisis no not a problem brazil doesn't need one you know <laughs> oh my god okay so that was also the government position in actions that you could as that i did at the same time with the government with the chronological line of the of the COVID-19 in Brazil. So now we will talk about something that really bothers me as I said earlier. Religion. Religion services in Brazil. So to understand, evangelic churches said that they were against self-quarantine, social distancing and everything. Because like in the measures of self-quarantine, like the institutions of Brazil, because obviously it was not the president, but uh, states and the governor of states and things like people like that uh, said that the churches should be closed because it's a meeting point. It could be a place uh, where people can give and have, the virus so it shouldn't be open you know for obvious reasons most of the evangelic churches uh don't give a shit i pardon my french you know and they stayed open and it stays open so there is the assembly of victor's god in the christ and the universal church of the king uh, of the god kingdom something like that um that are against it and then so you have to understand that the universal church of the uh kingdom of god um said that the pandemic was a tactic uh okay orchestrated by um and it really makes me angry you know and so they have like 1.8 million feeders uh, in brazil so it's like the most important church, evangelic church in Brazil, a very uh, close allied to Jair Bolsonaro. And if you want to know, there is a lot of documentary that I saw in France, but also like articles, and I'm sure there is a lot of in your country talking about um, the importance of the evangelic church um, in the uh, elections democratic elections of brazil so yeah uh very scary because they do not say the truth and like it's scary also to see that some people are really blinded but with the um those religious people i say and also why i am so against it is that people that are 
directing those churches like they really make a lot of money on people's back uh if you go to brazil you will see in in cities in big cities you will see enormous constructions like in the city where my grandma lives there is like an enormous church with like a golden um a golden globe like on the top of the construction and there is gold like everywhere like it really wants to say that they are rich and i also believe that there is a helicopter landing spot on the construction it's an enormous construction you can say okay the catholic church in the middle age and in the 19th century blah 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 Basilic Saint Piano thing. Okay, okay, but it's not the same. Well, it's the same, but like it was back then. Like this is happening now, and most of the people that go there are not very wealthy. Like they're middle classes and lower, and the people who are in higher classes are like the people who are making money on this business because it is not a church. It's not a a religion services. It is a business people make a lot of money on people's back on people's naivety and people's um on influenceable people and i i believe it is not very a moral thing to do uh moreover that it doesn't put the, the country in a, in a great position as well because it sucked people money like they would say okay you give me money and god will be good to you god will provide your family wealth happiness and health and everything and but that's just bullshit that's just lies that there's like people are buying lies in those things and that's absolutely why i am strongly against it and that's like the disease of brazil that's the motherfucking disease of brazil that's not covid that's those churches like Oh my god, I feel so angry. When they pass by, I want to burn it. Obviously, I don't want to burn it with people inside. I am not a killer. But I really want a Brazil without it. That will also, uh, I believe, will be very uh, grateful to Brazil. Like, very, very good to Brazil. Because, uh, like, as the Chinese diplomat said, that the Bolsonaro family was the poison of this country. From, in my opinion, the poison of this country is those evangelic churches that like really steal money from the most invincible people. And I'm not saying that those people are stupid. I'm saying that they are vulnerable, influenceable, and those people are making money on those factors. And that's just disgusting to see. That is disgusting. Really, it is disgusting. And this opinion is not only mine i can uh back my opinion with the opinion of the, the french geograph who is alliance between satan and the medias and the economic interests uh to uh, spread terror i mean what the fuck what the actual fuck man i'm sorry and um, and so they said that um publicly you know social media they uses they use this shit a lot specialized in brazil and so i saw him in an interview on french television he was in brazil obviously and was saying that really uh 
the evangelic evangelic churches are pl- are playing a big part in the non-respect of the social distancing measure, measures and uh, and that's a real big problem and he also said that it was like the poison he did not he didn't use this word but like uh, he he shared the the opinion that was saying that was the real bad thing in Brazil that was the despite like every other problems that this country has and I want to say that this is a beautiful beautiful country but like I'm very sad for a lot of things that are happening there you know very sad because I believe that Brazilian people deserve better than what they have right now but you know it's just my opinion from an outsider looking in you know but whatever and so I will I don't really I don't have the name of this guy right now but I will put it in the uh, description of this um of this podcast that you will be able to find very quickly and very easily and so now I'm talk about environment but as well as you can see like I really have a lot of things to say about evangelic churches I, I really have a lot of bad things to say and maybe I would do it another podcast on it I'm not sure because I'm not because it will be like very short but just like saying facts and arguments and explaining why the evangelic churches are bad in Brazil and if you're part of one of the of those churches uh you're not stupid you're not essentially vulnerable impossible I nobody to say this to you but I'm just saying man in Brazil, this is big shit, and I am not afraid to say this. I'm not afraid to say that this is the poison of this marvelous country. Okay, now we'll talk about the environment. It will be short. So, the environment is, uh, you can probably guess, when talking about the environment, I'm obviously talking about the digestion of the Amazonian forest. So, um, some organizations, um, non-governmental organizations have uh, said that the deforestation has increased uh, about 30% during the month of March comparing to last year and so those non-governmental organizations are uh, suspecting the government to like take advantage of the situation in order to develop and um, increase uh, all the work that is happening in the Amazonian, Amazonian forest. So, like, for example, in the 22nd of April, the Minister of the Environment said that um, they will take advantage of the fact that medias are covering the virus to... Uh, increase their actions in uh, the imagining forest and as you can probably guess their actions are not really green but uh like i'm saying a lot of shit about this but you need to understand that brazil still like they have a right to exploit the Amazonian forest and I would say why and I absolutely agree but the thing is I would say that I stand more to decide that they're 
maybe a solution to like protect the environment and use the resources like to profit the economy of the country because the country needs it because if you're a Brazilian like try for a second to put you in the Brazilian shoes like you will think okay the country needs uh, to exploit the resources and the Amazon forest is full of those resources and like in Europe in the beginning of the 19th century uh, in the 1800s there were the uh, industrial revolution and so a lot of industries in England that was mostly like the center of this revolution and uh, this this like pollu- polluted a lot there those area but you know it doesn't affect really anyone but so they has they have their um economic development thanks to that and that's why like europe was one of the first for having this and like brazil is saying like they didn't have this uh economic revolution industrial revolution and like they feel like they have the right also to to have this um uh increasement in their economy and everything and like they want to exploit their land and amazonian forest is taking a very important uh, percentage of the brazilian land and so they want to exploit it because there just are resources and they see like but Protecting the Amazonian forest does not give me any money, does not bring me any money, it's not a source of income for the country, like, it's not helping the economy, and as we'll probably see, uh, this uh, moment that we are living in, like, this uh, crisis, this health crisis, will um, shortly become, and I think it already did, become a economic crisis like because i live in france i see a lot of things like they're talking a lot about france on media but they're also talking a lot about the united states china you know but the coverage on south america and africa i have no idea of what's going on there let's say media does not cover anything at least here or i mean not aware i haven't seen articles at least uh, but like in south america i saw one or two you know not a lot compared to the united states states but i saw a few saying that uh, south america is like in really bad shape yeah for example like in chile they showed people protesting but those people were saying we want to um self-quarantine but we don't have job we don't have food we are not eating we don't have food we cannot respect those health measures because we don't have food we you know it's a problem like they're gonna die and they're unfortunately one of the consequences the aftermath the aftermath of this crisis would be that people will obviously like poorer will become poorer like the rich will lose money but the poorer will become poorer and there will be more poor people in the world than there were before the crisis. And that's really um, disturbing. And let's see, 
uh, not a good news. And so, like, we can understand the reasons why, like, it's not that Brazilians are against the environment and against protecting protecting their um the nature and the earth that's absolutely not and i also want to say like that um a lot of there, there is green examples of cities in brazil for example like the city of Curitiba. um i saw i even saw it in my geographic book in high school in france you know so this uh, city was are the like one of it it is part of one of the greenest cities in the world you can google it uh, there's a video on youtube that talks about the greenest city in the world and Curitiba is one of them um because of their like educational program about um the environment and like protecting environment and how, how to have like uh, a green behavior how to uh recycle how to how to recycle how to create a bus like so how to compost and everything and also have like a lot of green parks um like cheaper um public transport that a lot of people use and they also had a a um how do you say like a program which where you uh, collect a lot of um garbage and uh, the more you have like for the kilograms that you have and you know you get food fresh food like you get fruits um uh, vegetables and you also can gain like a play a ticket for an opera or something like that you know so also have a cultural bonus but i don't think those people really want but the culture and everything is very important even when you even when food is a problem like you should have access to it and money against garbage and so it's a really clean city uh, trans- the public transport is really well organ- organized and um uh, place like it it reaches a lot of uh play parties in the cities and so it's a really well done public transport system and so that's why so that i wanted to say good things about brazil because every time we talk about uh, brazil or every time i hear i hear about it like it's always bad news and obviously i understand why because right now i don't have much to say you know the thing i just told you about like it's something that i've been telling people like for at least five years so the great thing about brazil i'm saying right now i'm saying it's the same thing i was using five years ago maybe i should like uh see more things but there's also something that i'm happy i'm not surprised at all but i'm happy it is the way it is the percentage of people who do not agree with bolsonaro and how he is managing the situation for example the like the percentage is 64% of the Brazilian population, 64% of 210 million people. It's a lot of people. So this is very reconforting and reassuring knowing that like the people of Brazil is not behind him. I, unfortunately, like, there's still a lot of people because 
36% of the uh, Brazilian population is also a lot of people, but at least like I'm 99.9% sure those 36% are part of like an evangelic church because like people who voted for him because of economic reasons. What I mean, like, I also understand why people voted for Bolsonaro. It's uh, not like they had to choose between La the Pest or the Correja, which is a French saying. I don't know if it, if it means anything in English, but the point is, like, they had to choose between two bad things. So, either way, it would have been a bad choice. That's it. And, like, Bolsonaro in the bad choice was the change. And so I totally understand why people voted for him. Uh, and I've like talked with the with presidents and all of them who say to you like I voted for him, but he's not my president. I just wanted to get rid of the corrupted uh, government because the people who were running against him was um, part of the PT political party, uh, and they were like the main problem in the corruption in Brazil. It was like they almost like the whole party was involved in corruption, so I totally understand why people want change. And so, like, uh, I'm not saying Brazilian people are stupid at all, they just don't have really good choice. They're not, it's not them that make bad choices, it's like they're not given right choices. Like, they always have to choose the less bad, but obviously, Bolsonaro. Like, it was the less bad, but, <laughs> man, he's a lot of bad. And so, that's it. Um, so, I wanted to say great things about Brazil. Like, 64% of Brazilian people do not support Bolsonaro anymore. And, um, hopefully everything will stop. And also, you can see that the people of Brazil is self-quarantined. The major part of the country is self-quarantined because uh, they are not bad people. Obviously, the Brazilian people are great, very great. And that's why they have like self, like it's really self-quarantined because they're not obligated to because the president is not absolutely, absolutely against it. Okay, so I wanted to ta- to finish this podcast by like saying a few facts about Brazil, and like most about like the current situation. Um, so like São Paulo is uh progressively uh opening activities, economic activities. Uh, like they started yesterday, the first of June. And um, but the schools will be closed and trans and public transport will also be closed. That's weird. Okay, so we'll close this podcast with the wise saying of Jair Bolsonaro, who said the second of April. He said that he was calling the church, the evangelic churches, to a to a fast. So. Jair Bolsonaro is ca- was calling with the evangelic churches to a massive uh, fasting 
so that uh, Brazil will would purify itself from the virus. Yeah, that's a very wise saying. Yeah, very good idea. Mm-hmm, why not? Um, so that was the thing about COVID-19 in Brazil. I think it, it will be called like that. And uh, so everyone stay, st- stay safe with like the measure of uh, the end of quarantine. Be safe, enjoy life, and no justice, no peace, and I'll see you on another episode.